0: original talk radio station anywhere we are la talk radio at latalkradio.com you're listening to question reality question reality with Priscilla Leona
1: Priscilla Leona
0: only on LA Talk Radio
1: Welcome to Question of Reality. I'm your host, Priscilla Leona, and we're coming to you live from Studio City, California. Our show is broadcast every Sunday from 5 p.m. to 5.50 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time tuning in, our show will help you question your reality. This show is for you if you were... Are or might be considering a career in the entertainment industry. Our guests will provide advice and resource information on how and what it takes to successfully pursue a career in show business. Our guests work in various professions of entertainment, so that means we will definitely have someone in the show on the show rather, sooner or later from a career that you are interested. If you want to check out our past guests, read their bios, listen to their interview instantly, or download one of the shows, go to the LA Talk Radio website, latalkradio.com. If you're listening to me, you're already there. So you go uh, to the link at the top of the website that says Channel 1. You scroll down and look for the graphic of our show, Question Reality, and click the link. This will take you directly to our archive page where you can view the list of past guests. Our shows are also available for download on iTunes. Yay! Uh, Albert, aren't we also on... Um what is that called the Android
0: what the or, Android app?
1: Yes, there is an Android app for what is that regular phones?
0: For Android phones.
1: For Android. Oh, that makes sense. Android <laughs> app for Android phones. I don't know. There's the iPhone, the Android, the I just I'm not technologically sound. So, all right. So, there you go. All right. So, you can download us on iTunes under the podcast ses- section. Is it session or section? Section, yes. And you just type in Question Reality Radio in the search box if you want to find out about future guests. You can visit the Question Reality website directly at questionrealityshow.com. That's questionrealityshow.com. And as always, we have a fantastic guest for you today. Her name is Missy Garland. Missy. Missy Garland I love that name I say <laughs> I love that name Missy Garland, she is a, uh, among many other things, oh my gosh, she's so many things, but today we're going to focus on one of her many fantastic uh, professions, and that is celebrity makeup artist and stylist, and um, now, oh, my my headphones are sliding off, somebody had a big head who was in here before, no <laughs> offense, so let me adjust that, okay, so first I want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day, and yay. I, yay, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, uh, Albert if you forgot it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, <laughs> hopefully you didn't. Uh, That's I know a my hint. I, know, <laughs> I know my mouth is watering now at the thought of getting a hold of some chocolates, but um Missy are you, you going to do chocolates tomorrow? What what's Danny? Yes,
0: Danny's going. I don't know, chocolates. but champagne and chocolates are right mm. up my alley. Oh, yeah. You can't celebrate Valentine's Day without chocolates. Yeah,
1: champagne, and champagne.
0: chocolates and KY jelly. Get it Whoa. ready. Get it ready people.
1: Now, if you guys don't know who Missy is, now you say, who is Missy Garland? Well, if you ask her husband, he's going to say that she is a great wife and the best mom in the world to daughter, Samantha. And if you ask her friends, they're going to say that she is one of the most thoughtful, sensitive, caring, generous, and loyal friends that you could ever be honored to have in your life. Aww.
0: Yes.
1: So yes wah, wah, wah. And if you ask a female stranger who has just seen her create makeup magic, well, they are going to say that she is an extremely talented person, and most likely they are going to beg her to schedule an appointment to get the perfect smoky eye or the cat eye, match with the perfect hairdo, and an outfit where she wears a bra on the outside of the shirt. So (laughs) that's what you're going to get. Hot, smoking smoldery-looking makeup. That's right. And Missy. Now, Missy has had many careers in the entertainment industry. and Now, I could go on for like an hour, but some of them include, include producer for Playboy. She was a model, actress, voiceover actress, and writer. However, Missy is most known for her work as a celebrity makeup artist and stylist. And some of her clients include Julia Roberts, Cameron Diaz, Sharon Stone, Ella McPherson, Roseanne, Farrah Fawcett. Raquel Welch, Donna Mills, Suzanne Somers, Whitney Houston, Kelly Lynch, Melissa Gilbert, Dionne Warwick, Cal Burnett... Florence Henderson, Denzel Washington, Matthew Broadwick, son of a bitch, this is a long list, Kirk <laughs> Douglas, Carol O'Connor, oh, I love him, and Michael Bolton. And Missy also creates Makeup Magic for commercials, and some of her clients include Mountain Dew, uh, Orville Redenbacher, Wesson Oil, Kentucky Fried Chicken, oh my God, I'm getting hungry already, <laughs> L.A. Gear, Nike, Hawaiian <laughs> Tropic, McDonald's, Taste Bloods are now exploding, Macy's, Bloomingdale's, Close time, Ross Dress for Less, Mervyn's, Miller's Outpost, Nordstrom's May Company, Broadway, Chevrolet. Gee whiz, she's basically she's done everything. Okay. And then on magazine she's done domestic and international and includes Playboy, um, Italian Max Shape, Oprah Magazine, Maxine, International Mail, Teen, LA style, Italian Amica and An international passion. And um, Missy has worked as a makeup artist and stylist on television as well. And some of the shows include CBS, Larry King. Oh, I want to get a scoop on him. Uh, CNN. And she's also worked on music videos and games, which include Motley Crue, Garth Brooks, Whitney Houston, Tomb Raiders, IDOS Interactive London. And finally, oh, as I'm out of breath and need some water, Missy Garland received a makeup award for working on the Garth Brooks music video when Thunder Rolls. Wow, that's an impressive Woo! resume. We need to clap <laughs> for that. Wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My God, Missy.
0: That sounds good. How the, I know that's a lot of work. I doing a lot it. of hustle and bustle and working my little behind off and schlepping that giant makeup and hair kit all over Hollywood and L.A. and. <laughs> my God, you have got to be...
1: You have got to be, you know, I'm going to just start. I want to go way back because, as you know, if you are an audience listener on a regular basis, you know I always start with this question. And I want to go back to the beginning of Little Missy Garland. And I want to ask, what did you want to be or do when you grew up as a profession?
0: You know what? I grew up on a farm in this tiny town, one street, one light, one bank, one clock. As a little <laughs> country bumpkin. yeah, Never wore makeup. My hair was a mess. I was a total tomboy. It was the last thing I ever thought about. I played sports, so I thought I wanted to do something with athletics and sports. Had no idea in my wildest dream I'd be living in Hollywood and working with celebrities and doing TV and films. So it's been very exciting, very challenging. But for me, I love the drama.
1: But but when you were little, did you say, "Oh, I want to be a model. I want to be a, a do I, Did you feel that you wanted to put makeup on people, or did you feel never. like you wanted to be, I so never? I never owned a doll. Even, you didn't. My mom never
0: bought it. us toys like dolls. We just went outside and made mudslides and tarzan <laughs> swings and little wow. forts in the barrack and straw tunnels. Because I just hung out with my brother and his friends. There were no girls. In the surrounding community, so I just hung out with all the boys. And then they would chase me and throw rocks at me, so I became fast. So by the time I got to school, <laughs> I was athletic because I had to outrun the boys. And people were like, "You're wow. fast, and you can jump far and jump high." And I'm like, "You got to be to dodge a rock." So they never,
1: so they never caught you and got you in the haystack, huh? In the barn. Okay, no. we'll pass on that question. Okay, so when did you first decide that you what you wanted to do professionally? And and when you did decide, what steps did you take to to
0: pursue your dream career? I accidentally got entered in a Miss Marilyn teen pageant. How do you accidentally someone get... Ha- someone actually put, you know, put the paperwork together and put me in it because it was sent to me in the mail. When I got it in the mail, it said, someone has registered you for the teen- Miss teen pageant. And I was like, oh, I don't think so. But I went and met this lady that does makeup and hair, and she was kind of wild and kooky and funny and... Sassy and lovable. And I think it was partly her. I loved her as a character, maybe like one of my favorite characters of all time. But maybe what she did with me too, because she took me from like this natural, plain country bumpkin to, you know, more hot and modern and fashiony and edgy and I think I was so in love with the transformation too that I decided from that moment that I was gonna do hair and makeup forever. And I wanted to do TV and film and all that kind of stuff.
1: So you, so this was when you were an early teen. Mm-hmm. So because of this woman, your yeah. life was set. Isn't that amazing how one life touches
0: yeah another life? Like an hour of know. someone's time was like the most transforming. And time. This,
1: did she? Did you ever tell her that? Does she ever know, or she never? Knew?
0: I don't think she ever knew. I just met her once, Isn't and she completely something? transformed me. Made me laugh the whole time, and it was, it was like a mental emotional physical, spiritual transformation, you know what I mean? And that's what I consider what I do, is I transform people Mm -hmm. and make them feel better on the inside and the outside, and I can see them light up and feel good, and hopefully there's some healing with it and inspiration that it stays with them and their aura.
1: Mm, Like she did for you. Wow, it's a shame she never knew that. She'd be very (laughs) proud of you. So what made you decide to move to L.A. rather than, say, New York, which is known as one of the fashion capitals of the world.
0: I met Danny. I was working for Sebastian as a platform guest artist, traveling all over the United States, speaking and. Cutting hair with laser beams and crazy wild stuff. I've never even heard of that. Oh my god, that was so much fun. (laughs) And we were we were staying at the Marriott in Woodland Hills because that's where the Casenzas live in Mm -hmm. Woodland Hills. Mm -hmm. And so Danny happened to go out that night. I was getting ready to go upstairs. I was tired. I was jet lag. He asked me to dance. The whole, my whole world was changed. Nine months later, I was moving to California. Oh had no God. idea. <laughs> um, I was a country bumpkin with like this little town in L.A. Hollywood. Had no. I had no idea how to read a Thomas Guide. I didn't know how to get from page one A to three D. I'm like maps. Who needs wow. a map? There's yeah. just one street where I grew
1: up. <laughs> so when you met him, was it more you were moving here for him, or was there some sort of plan where you said, okay, well, I know that it's the it's it's the entertainment business here, so I can get a job in makeup. Were you thinking about
0: that too? I think I thought about both of it, and that's you know I was so successful on the East Coast that I thought exactly what you said. Oh, it's L. A. It's Hollywood. I can get a job. I had no idea how competitive it was. I had no one. No, I just had no idea what I was in for. It was a lot different than what I thought, that's for sure. So
1: when you moved here, what were some of the trials and tribulations that you went through when you first moved here?
0: Well, just going to the studios and going to photographers. I was told that I had to build a portfolio and a book to show my work and to, you know, really sell myself. And I worked for free for a year and a half, for a year and a half. And one day I gave up, and I was like, That's it. It's been a year and a half. I got a job handing out fragrance samples, dressed up like Cleopatra. (laughs) Oh, my God. And the next day, and I felt like I really let go. You know that old adage, like you kind of have to let go, and the universe brings it in. The next day, Zenobia was like a small, mid-level makeup and hair agency called me, and they're like, we want to represent you. We want to sign you. And that kind of turned... My life around, but I had been at it for like a year and a half, and hopefully it would never take anyone that long. But it takes a while when you don't know anyone to establish clients and catalog clients and TV, and it's it was an amazing journey though. I don't regret any of so, it.
1: So, so what advice would you give your give the audience if they were thinking of moving to another city to pursue their dream career? What, how would you prepare?
0: That's a great question. You know, I just had a plan A. So the stakes were high and it was do or die. (laughs) And I'm glad I didn't overthink it because I overthink things. And if I thought about it, I might not have done it. Mm. So I would say follow your heart, your passions, and your dreams and just do it. But if you can have a plan of who you're going to go see and map it out. Sometimes it doesn't work, the plan, but it is good to have one for me it worked out but it took a long time but now i have all these great stories i'm a writer so i love all the characters that i met and all the experiences that i had and so to always prepare, treasure so you
1: never you never like saved money you never you <laughs> never <laughs> all the things you should, should do save money <laughs> have a place to live when i moved there actually you did cuz you met danny i would yeah, imagine right thank
0: god cuz he was so Stable and yes, thank God. But you, should, yeah, I think you should have a plan. But I did everything that but you should never do. But if you're not a planner, do. <laughs> then do what Missy did. <laughs> Just do it. Meet a hot guy and
1: come on over. Now, what five characteristic traits do you feel that it takes to make a successful career in the entertainment business?
0: I think number one, like any career, you have to really believe in yourself deeply. And if you don't believe in yourself, other people aren't going to believe in you. And you got to be on top of your game and know what's hot, what's in style, what's in fashion, because all the designers, all the magazines, all the photographers want cutting edge, and they want to see something original and authentic that's never been done. So I think you got to be able to sell yourself as well because it is so competitive. And then you have to be not only artistic and creative, but you really have to have that multidimensional marketing business aspect. Because without it, you're just an artist meandering through the universe going, mm-hmm. oh, my God. So mm-hmm. you have to have the whole package mm-hmm. in this day and age because it's really competitive out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So you've got to be creative and artistic. So I guess you should know if you're creative or and artistic, first of all. If not, ask some people. But then ask them again when they're drunk, and
0: you'll get the truth. I mean, I cannot Probably. imagine doing a career for me that where I wasn't creative. I would die if I was stifled or I didn't do something creative, whether it was acting or writing or makeup. And I think there are some people that just fall into that niche, that category where it's like, if I don't do something creative, I'm just going to wilt like a little flower.
1: I would imagine another characteristic trait would have to be patience. You really have to be patient. That's a good
0: quality trait, yeah. You do. Because, and being tenacious and persistent yeah. and determined and never give up attitude. And attitudes. you have to
1: self-promote, too, I would imagine, because, I mean, who, who's going to promote <laughs> you or market you if you don't? <laughs>
0: exactly, yeah. It's It's not like you could go on the corner. <laughs> and say, hey, can I do a smoky eye? No, when you drive by the corner, I used to see the girls standing out on the corners on Hollywood Boulevard. That not was so not much much to anymore. do makeup,
1: Missy. You just moved here. They wanted other things. They had that's another like, career, totally. That's like, <laughs> but, yeah, so I would imagine patience, persistence. You have to be able to self-market, network,
0: Determined, Det- Never give up. Right. Organized to be able to yeah. do the networking, to do the follow-ups. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people that are the assistants or the PAs, those are the people that end up being directors and filmmakers and doing finance. And those are the people sometimes that can bring you back and hire you. So, right. Now, what two characteristics do you feel
1: that will absolutely cause you to bomb out as a makeup artist? <laughs> like, if you have these characteristic traits, makeup artistry is not for you.
0: I think if you don't like creative, artistic work and you don't believe in yourself and you don't... You know, I think that if you practice on your friends and your neighbors and people come to you and ask you questions about style and you like fashion, I think it's a great industry choice because you're into it, you're looking at magazines and you're going online and you're looking at you're researching every possible thing and then coming up with new ideas. So if you gravitate
1: towards magazines, if you gravitate towards watching these reality shows where they're doing hair and makeup
0: or the Style Channel or MTV, like some of the music videos where they're creating new...
1: That might be that that's what tells you that you want to pursue a career in that area. But uh, I would say, personally speaking, (laughs) one of the characteristics, you've got to, if you're impatient, this is not the job for you. Because you deal with a lot of divas and a lot of people who will throw some water at your ass in a red hot minute.
0: I've had tequila thrown at me. I've had chairs hurled at me by famous photographers. Yes. I've had uh, tea thrown at me from coked up clients. I've had, I've seen supermodels get their eyelashes ripped up from lash curlers by flamboyant gay boys. I've seen it all. I have so many great stories. <laughs> Whoa!
1: Oh, I have some stories too. But, um, yeah, I, I would imagine that that is not for you because they, you have to have a thick skin, right? You I did at first. Be hypersensitive.
0: I used to go home every day crying because I'm really sensitive. But then after it happens like a hundred times, you get tough, you know, yeah. and you learn to stand up for yourself and not be sensitive and not be attached because they don't mean anything by it. Right. They're not worried about it. They're not thinking about it. Right. They're just venting their emotional life at right. you. Then you begin to cry when it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't have any good stories for my journal today.
1: Yeah. And then, and then you also, I would think you can't be afraid of touching people. Do you know I've met a girl who wanted to be a makeup artist and she didn't want to touch anybody. She used to wear plastic gloves.
0: Oh, that would not be a good... Yeah! So you do have to touch people. So and especially now in 2011, out, we're using waterproof cream blushers. We, they have to be applied with your fingers. <gasps> A lot of the new oils are being applied with the fingers, makeups. Ooh. A lot of times we're using fingers to blend like the smoky eyes. We didn't use fingers for years. It was like taboo. Brushes, sponges, yeah. sanitary. Oh. Now it's almost cool to put sanitizer on your finger, but really use your fingers to create the moisture. Because your, your little finger pads have oil ducts in them. Uh-huh. So it creates like... The whole you know, blended, yeah, but I don't want your oil
1: in with my <laughs> oil, and oh my God, and I'm like a germaphobe. I you? Think, I think about, oh my God, does he have herpes, does she have herpes, and I think about when they because I used to be an actress as well and a and a and a plus size model and when I would go on the shoots they would be trying to get that finger coming at me without <laughs> any protection I'm like dental dam or a condom but no raw you're not barebacking on That's my so face funny. no bareback no I absolutely when I first started working on with brush. my
0: fingers and the companies you start start coming out with products that you could only use your fingers i was like this is icky this is gross but then you see how beautiful it looks (laughs) and i'll tell you those waterproof cream (laughs) blusters that you put on with your fingers they last forever forever like they're eight to twelve hour maximum so they stay on the longest wearing and so do the grease paint sticks and the waterproof eyeliners use your fingers a little bit of oil you got 12 hour coverage
1: Yeah, if you're doing it, then I say go for it. But if somebody else is, "Mm, (laughs) hmm, not coming at me. Okay, so what what type of schooling or training do you recommend to be able to compete in the current world as a stand-up makeup artist or stylist?
0: What's interesting in California, you don't even have to have a license to be an artist, which in most states you do. And that's so surprising because there's probably more makeup artists per capita out here in California than anywhere else. I went to a school to get my esthetician's license, Von Lee near Baltimore, and I also went and got my cosmetologist license, and I still, 20 years later, still go to classes. I just went to two MAC mm-hmm. classes mm-hmm. and got updated because there's so many new products, and with of your course. hair, there's new tools, and then there's new ideas. Like Now they're using oil in the makeup because oil cuts oil, and it makes it stay a lot longer. And years ago, it was considered really gross to put oil on your skin. Yeah. So you have to really stay current with what's happening. But
1: what if you already happening. have, like, what if a, a, a client already has, like, really oily skin?
0: That's a great question. I have a really oily skin. Me too. And I'm telling you, to wash your skin with oil now and to put makeup, put two drops of oil, mix it in the makeup, your makeup looks really radiant and luminous, and it really glows, and it really really lasts like 3 times as long it's amazing what do you it's mean, phenomenal What kind
1: of oil are you talking about like Well there's
0: different products now where they're using natural oils like rosemary oil and eucalyptus oil and very natural oils they are very light and clean feeling but And you put it in like your your in the foundation base, base? Mm-hmm. you just Brand new.
1: Do you drop it in the whole
0: bottle or do you put I it I take a little like- palette and I take 2 drops and put it in the makeup And it works phenomenal. But doesn't
1: it make your face feel oily,
0: though? No, it actually works the opposite because the oil cuts the oil. And it actually just looks really clean, and you don't get any of that dehydration. It doesn't really look like makeup, so you can use a lot less.
1: Wow. It's I like, would have never thought to put a on. I would have definitely gone that route. <laughs> See, a little tip. We're getting some tips, people. A little secret. So um, without naming names, give us some horror stories, because we were talking about that <laughs> earlier, that you personally witnessed as a makeup artist, stylist, in the entertainment industry, so that when a person is going into that business, they'll know what to expect. If this is the right career choice, so we already talked about you're gonna, you might get things thrown curled at you, at you or curled at you. you, you they you might do the makeup and they might hate it, but and the director wants it that way. So what do you do? Because sometimes the director wants it that way, and the and the person does not. Especially want it when
0: you're way. working with a celebrity, I can't tell you how many times they set out their products and they're like, "You will use this brush, this toilet, this." Uh, You know, these products and these tools. It's tricky. It's really tricky because they're your client and you want to make them happy, but the network is your client, too. So it's like a give and take. I remember so many fashion photo shoots that I used to do and the photographer would be like, "Mm -mm, change the color, change the hair. And we would go back into the makeup room and I would have a very like, like you said, diva or prima donna and she'd be like, just pretend that you're changing my lips but don't change them (laughs) and we'd spend 10 minutes talking and then we'd walk back back out and i'd go how's that you like that better and the photographer would go oh that's much better (laughs) sometimes it's a power play that doesn't always work but
1: so so what else could possibly happen they could they could not like you and they could they could scream at you they could
0: fire you they could uh You know, I've had people, like, throw things at me, Mm -hmm. hurl things at me. If you're not used to that, if you're not used to that.
1: (laughs) If you don't come from a domestic (laughs) violence background, if you weren't whipped with a belt or shoes thrown at you, if you're not old school abused, this is not the job for you. Like, those kids on Super Nanny, they're not going to make it as a celebrity makeup
0: artist, right? That's funny. They're like beating their own damn mother. So basically, I think there's more temperamentalness though, and more ego in this industry than probably any other thing. Right. And you're dealing with illusions because people have ideas and images in their mind, and sometimes they're real, and sometimes they're optical illusions, and you have to fit whatever their dream or their illusion is. And sometimes that's possible, and sometimes it's not possible.
1: All right. So let's say a person moved here to become the next correct great makeup artist but doesn't know the first place to start to look for work what is the best route to take
0: I think the best thing to do is to get out there and meet photographers especially if you can meet photographers that do headshots because you can make some cash and you can get some test prints and then you can build a collection of your portfolio then you can start to go see magazines and then you can you know, work your way up from there I think that's a good way to make a little bit of side money get some experience, what looks good on film what doesn't and then also build a portfolio and say, this is what I'm capable of, this is what I can do. Unless you have connections. I moved to Hollywood, and I didn't have any connections. I didn't know anyone. I had to start at ground zero all by myself.
1: Mm. Well, that's that, that'll that toughen you up for sure.
0: <laughs> builds character uh, and builds inner character. strength.
1: <laughs> now, I don't want to be a Nelly negative. I made that one up first. I'm going to trademark that. I don't want to be a Nellie negative, and I know it is really a variable, but what would you say is a reasonable amount of time that would pass after starting in the makeup industry as an artist and finding that you have to actually take a day job to support yourself before you start saying, "Oh my god, you know, I might be thinking about another
0: career." You know, <laughs> That's a well, great question. You know? I think it's so different for everyone. Like with me as an actress, I will never give up. And I've been at it for 12 years. I'll be Jessica Tandy at 61 years old, booking, (laughs) driving Miss Daisy. (laughs) So it's do or die, never give up. But I hope that it takes people shorter than a year, but I think it takes at least a year to build a book and get connected and start to get money-positive cash flow in your way because there are expenses that you have to put out.
1: A lot. I heard a lot. My
0: friend Linda, she's a makeup
1: artist. She said that you can spend a couple grand on your on your box
0: absolutely not to mention all the tools and you need multiple sets of brushes and then all the products and yeah you can spend a fortune on it
1: that is something that we didn't
0: talk about people
1: if you want to be a makeup artist you bet you've got to start saving because from what i understand to get started you need at least five hundred dollars to get your basic makeup kit is that right about if Ryan? you
0: could do that if you could do it for five hundred that would be yeah
1: because she was saying five hundred oh. to a thousand and
0: but... that doesn't count the schooling and the yeah. training because you really should I have friends I have two friends that never really went to school and they work and they're successful but I'd say ninety eight percent of my friends are very well trained and still go to classes and are highly skilled and schooled
1: well um So if you come from another town and you say you want to be a makeup artist in a place other than New York or L.A., where do you go to get a job? Like, what if they don't have any makeup schools? How could you really realistically get a job doing, say, wedding makeovers and things like that?
0: There's so many categories. You could go see the modeling. What could
1: you do if you weren't in New York or L.A.? What kind of jobs could you get?
0: If I lived on the East Coast where I grew up, I would go see my, the modeling agencies and I would put it out there that I wanted to do hair and makeup for their portfolios, for their magazines, for their commercials, for all their bookings. You could also go see local TV stations or local networks and, you know, work in the green room, get the newscasters ready. Um, you could also. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. And believe it or not, a lot of small towns and small cities have. Hair and makeup agencies.
1: You could you could hook up with like wedding planners, right? And maybe wedding coordinators, wedding coordinators, and and, and do photographers,
0: bridal photographers, bridal photographers.
1: Um What else could you do if you were, lived in like a little town as a makeup artist?
0: You, hmm. You could do, well, you could do the modeling. You could do the network. You could do brides. You could do people that want transformation for parties, Halloween and events, makeup, corporate makeup. Oh, that falls. Halloween under maybe makeup, special
1: effects. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do special effects here. Um, now, okay, so let's talk about one of your more recent projects, working on the television show Wedding Day Makeover, which aired on the Learning Channel. Now, let's start.
0: How did you get that gig? Because that's a really good gig. How'd you get that? Those aren't easy to come by. I work for a company called Design Visage, which is in Orange County, and the owner, Karen, I've worked with her for 10 seasons, 10 years. Wow. And so TLC called her <laughs> a long time. Her, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you call her... Mama. Do you say that
1: you, you she's been my friend for 10 seasons? Or were you actually working on a show with her for 10 seasons?
0: No, I've worked with her for 10 years, oh, 10, okay. seasons. 10, 10 seasons. That's also a long okay. time. I like that. Bridal, the bridal hair and makeup is even tougher than working with celebrities. Really? Yeah, Why? I think because they're under a lot of stress. They're overspent. They're making a lot of huge decisions. You're meeting them in the last month before their wedding. So I think it's a really stressful, emotional time, and they're fighting with their family or the groom's family, <laughs> and they're not sure about what they want. There's a shotgun wedding <laughs> in pursuit. Well, it's funny. But TLC connected her because she's kind of famous in the wedding industry. She's had her company for almost 30 years, so everybody knows her. And when they called her, she called me, and she said, Missy, you got to come in here and audition. I put together a team of four people, and they want to audition you. They want to see you on tape. And that's how it all started, and it was over, like, you know, several-month process. So
1: they contacted her, and you being a independent makeup artist for her, she... Decided you'd be perfect for that.
0: That's so how that happened. That's how
1: that happened. And boy, <laughs> if you want to see Missy do some makeup magic, um, you want to check her out on YouTube, youtube.com. And what is your name on? Oh my gosh, what Missy is your name? Missy Makeup Magic. Is it Missy Makeup Magic? Yeah, so you want to go to youtube.com and it's Missy Makeup Magic. And she's also on twitter.com under Missy G Makeup. And um, also, she has a website, MissyGarland.com. But you got to check these videos out. She is fantastic. I love watching her on these shows. I mean, personally, when you watch it, the makeup is incredible, but you got to look at her outfits, people. She is so creative. I mean, the things that she puts together, I'm like, wow, I love that. Oh my God, I love that. And that's where my eye goes. I'm going to just be honest. I love the makeup, but I want to see what you're wearing.
0: It's Um, funny because they wanted us to wear really bright colors on film. And so we would show up. We looked really like eccentric or out there or outside the borders. I didn't notice another But on of the, the show it doesn't look that bright. No, it just looks it like looks you've normal. got a little bit yeah. of color. It does look normal on the show. No,
1: you definitely kicked ass because I was looking at the other girls <laughs> and they looked kind of no offense but they just look kind of they look good but they just didn't pop for me. Personally, like you did. Because you would come and you got like the bra over top, the shirt, and then you got these boots coming up to your thighs. And I'm like, hey now, she's going 80s old school. I love it. Oh. So she was really Madonna-ing it up. But I made up a word. <laughs> so um, now what is your favorite medium to work and why? Like example, film, TV, magazines, music video, because you've done it all.
0: I think for fashion, if you really want to be creative and cross the border and go outside the zone, I think fashion is awesome. The designers, the magazines, the fashion shows, TV and film is great It's study work. But a lot of times you're there early in the morning, 4 or 5 in the morning, you get everyone ready, and then you sit around and wait for a multitude of hours.
1: That's a very good point. So it's Film hurry up and television, and hurry up and wait. They will get your Hours ass and out. hours. Time to make the donuts <laughs> time. Like, people are here that's They don't know that commercial. You remember <laughs> I that.
0: I do. You remember it's that. Time, time to make, make the donuts. donuts.
1: That's East Coast Dunkin' Donuts. so
0: <laughs> Which I grew up with. Dunkin' yes. Donuts. Yes.
1: See, Mar- uh, Missy grew up in, in uh, she's from Maryland, and I went to school in Maryland. So that's how we know the Dunkin' Donut Man. <laughs> but yeah, if you're working on film or TV, you will get up at the crack of dawn and you will wait and wait and wait and wait and
0: wait. And then I mean, when you have to be ready, they look at the clock and the AD comes back and go, okay, everyone's ready now. Top, top. Oh, yeah, and your ass better be ready, <laughs> willing, and able, or you'll get fired. <laughs> Even if you've been sitting in thick, make makeup for 12 hours. That's when they right. want you, they want That's you. If right. it's 9.30 at night, you've been there since 4 in the morning, it's like wham, bam, you're on. Yeah. Now.
1: You will work. They have such a thing, and I don't know why they name it this, but it's called gold. Golden time, golden <laughs> time when you've worked how many 17, 18 hours? That means you're getting paid a lot of money, but you will be up 16, 17 hours. So, um, so maybe what what do you what do you think? Magazines
0: is your favorite. I like or? well to show creativity because you're allowed to explore, you know, new ideas. And then TV and film, I think, well, now they're doing all the for The 40s looks are so hot right That's now. That's exactly what I wanted to talk the about. What hair. are the current
1: looks? What's going on out there? Me, <laughs> me and my ponytail 24 hours a day. Albert, t- I tried to curl my hair today. Now, I keep my hair in a ponytail. I tried to curl it, it looks up good. It. Well, I tried to curl it for Missy because I thought, oh, Missy's coming. I'll put a curl on it. And, and what you got is- some volume. I ba- got ba- some ba- ba- volume. You know what Albert said, though? He said I said, oh, so how's my hair look, Albert? He said, oh, you look like a founding father. <laughs> he said I thought my you were curls look like the curls <laughs> from the George Washington.
0: <laughs> he said I
1: had founding father hair.
0: Fountain? You mean cascading curls fountain? Thank you. That's what he meant to say. Damn I'm sure. Damn, father. <laughs>
1: oh God. So, 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 what is the? What are the looks? Now, I'm a cat eye person and a smoky eye person. Smoky, eyes, smoky eye is the hottest look. Should we
0: do a smoky eye? We're today? gonna do
1: one real quick. But how, uh, what's what are the looks right now? The 40s is I've not the seen 40s anybody. is
0: hot, and they're doing modern retro 40s with the hair, the waves, the sexy waves, and then the 40s updos, a little bit of the 50s, 50s is coming back, and then even the 30s with like the, they call them victory rolls in the front, and the low hair to the That's side. That's what I
1: have, a victory roll, <laughs> not a founding father <laughs> roll, it's a
0: victory roll. <laughs> and down hair is huge. Yeah. People were afraid to wear their hair down, and now people want their hair big and sexy, and the 80s is coming back a little bit. Yeah, I oh, A little God. And a lot of spray and yeah. a lot of product. People were, didn't use product for a long time, and now it's like, put some spray on and some more spray and some more spray. Yeah, Cindy Lauper, Madonna, yeah. Now, um, now let's
1: talk pay scale. What can you expect to start uh, to make starting out in various venues?
0: Unless you're really lucky or you really know someone, I think that you can expect to make nothing at first. And then
1: I think intern,
0: (laughs) and then and that's another good way to assist another artist who works all the time, or intern with someone who's in the union or works all the time. And then if you can get with a headshot photographer and make some cash, you can maybe make seventy-five to one hundred and fifty at first, and then go to three hundred. And then if you start doing fashion magazines and fashion layouts, and then work your way up, if you are successful, work with an agency. I think you can expect to make six hundred to twelve hundred a day. But starting out, nothing. That's
1: good. Now, that leads me into my next question. Now, I know there's a union for makeup artists, and like being an actor, I've heard there are pros and cons of being a member. So, first, are you a member, and do you have to be a member to work on union projects? And how do you become a member, and what would you say? (laughs) 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 Okay, all right, let's just start with, first of all, are you
0: a member? I'm not a okay. member of do the Makeup you have Union. To
1: be a, uh, uh, do you have to be a member to work on union You projects? do. Okay. It's just like
0: acting. Okay, yeah. It's almost That's the same I thing. Yeah. For me, I was always lucky. I worked for Playboy for six years. I worked for Larry King for two and a half years. And I was always lucky to find jobs where you didn't have to be union. The problem with the union, unless you know someone and you can really get fitted into the union, is that once you're union, you can't do non-union stuff. So it seems like there's maybe a little bit less work. For films, there's a lot more work. Non-union, fashion, magazines, that's all non-union. Music videos, non-union. So they're both really good. There's pros and cons to both. And there's also dues to be in the union. So you sign the union, you pay the big lump sum due. Right. Then you pay the dues every year. And you have to work so many days to reap the benefits as well.
1: Right. So it's very much like being in SAG.
0: Very much. Yeah. So yeah. what
1: what what exactly are the what are the benefits? That it seems like they get all your money, but you're not getting. <laughs> what? what the hell are they doing for me? Show me the money. What what are they? Well, doing? if you what?
0: work on TV show after TV show, or you get a hit show like Two and a Half Men or Seinfeld, something that runs for a long time, you can get retirement benefits. You can get health insurance benefits. But you still have
1: to make a fortune. Like in SAG, don't quote me on this, but the last time I checked, it was like you had to make seven thousand dollars. Quarterly, maybe, and I probably got that all that's for a lot. you. But it is just... a lot. You have
0: to work so many days and yeah. make so much a year, yeah. and that's you know TV shows usually film six months out of the year. Now it's different with yeah. the different scheduling and show times. But you really have to work from show to, show to show to show to show to show without a break to really reap the benefits. And some people do that, but I know mom. Some of my friends that I know that are in the union are much older. It's like an older group.
1: So it was a. So you were able to to be on this reality show uh, and be a principal makeup artist and you were non-union. That actually was a prerequisite.
0: They mm-hmm. didn't think they were going to take me because they thought I was a union actress. Oh. And they told me, they said, if you're a union actress, you cannot be on this reality show. Ooh. So I was actually really lucky and I've been lucky. So I oh. say
1: go non-union. <laughs> don't go, don't join the union. Oh, now, so what can we uh, expect to see you working on in the future? What's Miss, what's little Missy makeup going to be
0: doing? <laughs> I'm currently pitching a couple ideas, different ideas for my own reality TV show. Oh my God, can I? Oh, oh <laughs> God, you have made me so And happy. you and Albert are going to have to be on it uh, now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. What yeah. would we
0: do? Oh my God. I have two ideas. I don't want to reveal the ideas, but currently working on that. And then I'm a writer. So I also have two sitcoms currently being, being pitched at the studios. I have a book Called Before You Say Yes, Read This Book. That's coming out this spring. And I hope to be in the sitcoms that we sell as well as an actress and stylist and makeup artist. What's the book about? The book is so funny. It's a collection of funny stories. My other partner, Karen, who Mm -hmm. owns Design Visage, is my partner. She helped me write it. And it's every story that you can possibly think that went wrong when someone asked A girl to be her bridesmaid in the wedding. We have 30 different stories that are hilarious. And then we have insights about how to choose a friend to be in your wedding, what's involved. I don't think people have any idea financially, emotionally, on any level what's involved. And we just collected from the years of doing this, wacky, funny, insane stories that you know are real. These are all real, totally real stories. And you're like, no, uh Like a fire sprinkler alarm went off on a bride one time because she hung her dress <laughs> on the fire sprinkler alarm. Yeah. And just, you know, just crazy stories. You have to read the book. It's funny.
1: We are going to look for your book. <laughs> so you are going to post it, I would imagine, on MissyGarland.com where you can see all of her videos. And she also has her acting demo reel on there so you can get a, a little sample of her acting ability. She's very funny. And um, so MissyGarland.com and YouTube... Definitely. Do. What are, yes. what's, what's it? YouTube? Uh, Missy Makeup Magic. Missy Makeup Magic. And you got to look at these videos. They are hysterical. I was laughing. Some of these brides, I just watched your face, you know, like when you did some of the makeup. And I thought you did a great job. Every single look. I was like, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm like, if you see these brides the makeup was an improvement on some of Oh God, I shouldn't be saying. It. Okay, Missy does a great job. They look fantastic everyone. But some of the girls actually had the audacity to say, I don't like it. Oh no, I don't like it. And I'm like, oh honey,
0: you should like it. You That's the drama like of it. the show that they yeah. would bring their mother, their sister, their best friend, the maid of honor, the bridesmaid, and then they would all have a different opinion. You should wear a yeah. lot of makeup. You should wear no makeup. You should wear your hair up. You should wear your hair big. You should wear your hair down. I know. So it was like being a referee and trying to make everyone happy. And then there were a couple of brides. The hardest thing is when a bride sits in your chair or any client and goes... I have no idea what I want. Yeah. Give me some direction. And then you give them your look. And then they go. <laughs> that's thought look. Missy will give goes, them her look. <laughs> I don't like it. I would never wear my hair like this. Is it what I was thinking? And you go, well, what do you want? What are you thinking? <laughs> I don't know. No. Oh. I can't help you out. Oh. I don't know. I know. I love it.
1: You, that's why you got to watch these videos. I was rolling. I was rolling. And you'll kind of get that the way they're edited, you get to see uh, the beginning, and then you'll get to see the makeup part, and then you get to see the marriage, so it's a beginning, middle, and end, so allow 10 minutes for that. So now we have five minutes, and I want to get Albert's smokey eye going, if we can do Here and um, I have arranged Missy. Now she, this is a demand as a makeup artist. She is going to do a smoky eye demonstration on my husband Albert. <laughs> we don't have enough. Another- I don't have another female and I have Who's to talk. totally straight and doesn't wear makeup. Exactly. Me that. I. That's right. But I am forcing him to do the smoke
0: eye. Now the first thing she's doing is she's is putting on an eyeshadow base. Uh, putting on an eyeshadow base. And that makes a flawless finish so you start with like even skin tone and an even base. You've got to do an eyeshadow base and it makes it waterproof and it, make it makes it last for a long time. So while he's sweating and breathing hot and he's excited, his makeup is going to last forever. That's the idea. And then what we're going to do is we're going to use a grease paint stick that's waterproof or an eyeliner. And you can't mess up with this. This is, like, so easy. It's, like, one, two, three. Because you can use your fingers. You're going to take a black liner or any dark shade. You can use navy. You can use smoky. Have you ever seen Albert with makeup on? No! It is so freaking. I know. He look worried. He looks like he's really right. no. <laughs>
1: I know. I'm gonna have to dress him up for Halloween. Okay. So uh, she's putting.
0: Go ahead. Continue. So I'm using a cold pencil. You can really use liquid eyeliner. You can use um, grease paint stick. You can use any kind that you want. There's no right and there's no wrong. And that's the first step. Is you're gonna take eyeliner, and you're gonna put it on as thick as you want. And then you're gonna use your finger, which I know. Yucky rubbing. And you're going to rub it. So you get a little bit of your oil mixed in with it. And then you get that (laughs) smudged look. You know, like he just woke up. He looks hot. He doesn't need to touch himself up. You know, everybody wants that, like, bedhead look. And everybody wants to look good like they didn't try to look good. Like, I didn't spend an hour doing my makeup. I just woke up and I looked this good. So we want it really smudged and really blended and really natural. Now, I'm using a grease paint stick, and then I'm going to take my finger again. I'm going to lift his lid, and I'm just going to smudge it out. So, see how easy that is? Yeah. This is like for smoky eyes for dummies. Because you don't want anyone to make you think that it's tricky or it's difficult or you can't do it. Anybody can do this, and it's like one, two, three, easy. And look how good that looks. <laughs> Open your <laughs> eye, look at Priscilla. See? Wow!
1: It's that's totally incredible!
0: Blended. And it gives
1: his eyes. Oh, off. look, oh, two minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> Missy, we got two minutes. What else do we have to do? <laughs> so, when you look at, look how great this looks. So, all That attention looks fantastic.
0: Goes, oh, he looks like a China doll, <laughs> a little lotus flower. <laughs> Woo! Great makeup is when you look at the person and you're like, you look amazing, but you don't look at the makeup necessarily. You just look at them and you're like, Trying to study, why do they look so phenomenal? hey yeah. how much this eye stands wow. out. Wow, I know. So how was that, like 60 seconds that we did it? So I know, and that's it. This. That's all you do well, you're is use the you cr- set it with okay. a little bit of powder, okay. and then you're going to take a little bit of a white frost, and you're going to put it underneath this brow bone, Okay. and you're going to extend this color underneath the eye. And okay. that's it. <gasps> Step one, two, and three. Wow. So simple. Oh, woo! Bravo! Thank you, Yes! That looks look, he's good. Glowing. He's got that radiant luminous. Oh, my like, God. Look at me. I'm Smoking hot. He's a smoky eye. Look, he's posing. He's voguing oh, a little he's, bit. I know. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. He's going to be wearing my bras and putting my heels on when we get home. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Join us next Sunday at 5 o'clock when our guest will be Mike Saccharides, L.A.'s famous favorite radio DJ who has dominated daytime radio in Los Angeles for over 25 years at Coast 103.5 FM and you'll learn how you too can be a top DJ in radio. Thank you, Missy. Thank you, Priscilla Leona. I'm so happy I got to do your show. Yay! So promise you'll come back. Yes, I love your Woo. show. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Albert. Say bye. Bye, bye everybody. Happy bye, bye. Valentine's Day. <laughs> bye. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Question Reality. Question Reality. With Priscilla Leona. Priscilla Leona. Only on LA Talk Radio.